any of my intro? Do you want my computer? Hello. Okay. I can't hear you. Can you hear me? Oh, wait, hold on. Hang on. Let's see. Are you uh, muted? Are you muted? You can't hear me? Be working. Can you hear me now? Can I can't hear you. I can't hear you. That's weird. Hello. Uh, That's weird. Me now, I can hear you now. I can hear you as well. Okay, okay, well, here we are. What's <laughs> we <up? did> it. <laughs> Sorry, I'm glad it wasn't you. Um, uh, let me get you closer. All right, on, on all ends, I believe we are, we've been recording, so yeah, uh, it's been on. <laughs> That's about right, right? Um, good. Okay. Uh, uh, ah, it's so weird and so good to see you. And um, <laughs> I'm like, uh, how do I start these? I start these as we always did. I clap us in and say hello, Polly. Hello. 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 Here we are back at Immersed in Art. And uh, we uh, probably have a shit ton to talk about. Um, we can uh, talk about this one as though it's stories from... <laughs> I'll start a new segment. Stories from Polly. <laughs> <laughs> stories from the streets. Stories from schools. You have so many stories. Yeah. So Lots much to say. And you're it, it, like, there's a part of me that wants to hear your story from right where you are, too, because you're you're in such a cool life. But I also don't know. I know you're moving, so I don't know what's changed. Oh, Sable. That's my baby. Hi. So what's favorite. going on? Are you, And you said you're moving. What's. So yeah, right so now, where are you? Right now I'm in Sarasota, Florida. Okay, and how close um, is that to Bradenton? It's the city south of it. They okay. border each other. So, so like, like, if I if we were in Sherman work. Oaks, where are you? Or Van Nuys? Like, Studio City. Oh. <laughs> so it's I'm like, like at the secret road, like... Exactly. Yeah, but where I work is like the secret rose front, but the other way, like north instead of south. Exactly. I'm south of where I work. Ugh, and I'm and moving. you're working? You're working there? Yeah, I'm the creative director there At for the, the last year. Adobe that, Graffiti okay. Lounge, yeah. So, yeah, it's been weird. It was an accident, kind of accidental position. Yeah. Um, it was supposed As to just be As the universe goes. <laughs> yeah, I was just hired to do murals there, and then the place turned from it was supposed to just be a cafe, and then 
the the city didn't want another cafe so he had a, he opened it in conjunction with it being like a graffiti lounge art lounge so he then create like i was there at the time that the business was generating and so then i was like influenced it into becoming this kind oh, of right. art space so now it's like a, a cultural hub there kind of you know like it's just where artists hang out it's where live music every thursday you know fire spinning saturday nights like a lot of crazy art live art all the time but it's all and outdoors. during covid all. it it's still so <clears throat> we we ended the year in the black which is what you say not the green so like we finished but... with um that's good we, right we managed to, we survived off different things not just our sales of product like when there were certain months we weren't allowed to have people there and we would sell like large to-go containers that we would basically just like hand over the fence to people. Right. Or like leave outside and then they would grab it like during certain times. But yeah, I mean, that's the only reason like, I, it's just been weird not traveling or, you know, I know, like, you know, me, like I do, I did for two years, I did the lower 48. Like I hit every state and it was like, then all of a sudden it was like, oh, by the way, you can't, body paint indefinitely totally you know, like you can't get within <laughs> six feet of anyone how the hell are you supposed to body paint or do live art at a club when all the clubs are right right to a festival who that, am you know, i if be... i can't do that <laughs> right so i was like shit well it looks like it's going to be like at least a year which is coming on i haven't body painted in since february of last year like a single person like not even myself like i don't even want to pay on myself exactly like, you're like if i can't i don't want to I... awaken it until like i can actually <laughs> do it it's been really weird but you know it's been cool to focus on this other thing and so where our business is, is in the village of the arts and so that's a separate city council in bradenton and so it's this little tiny like seven block long by five block wide little Enclave. Art community. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you know, like just smacked in between Sarasota and Bradenton. <sighs> and so starting in April, I'm the, now going to be the director of community art for that. In, like in Bradenton? All, no, for the Village of the Arts. <gasps> so Bradenton has its own community council, like, you know, city council. Sarasota right. has its own city council, but the Village of the Arts got special permissions from the city to have their own council oh and so my like gosh. they have they have cottage law where you can cook and prepare food for people in your house that you live in so like all these businesses are homes sort of like a like off the wall is like a, right. an art space and a house and a learning center and like whatever it's like every house only not as legit as what it sounds like they're allowing for now well that's the thing is that it was formulated and now like the old guard is kind of like we're, nothing's happening because like there's not that young energy that they need but now starting in april like i'll be setting you. up community like you know like it's basically community projects like we did like set up big ass walls and just have kids just have paint there for kids to paint you know the normal stuff but with a budget with the city you know right. we can shut down streets you know, like we can do certain things and then I just want to slowly get this area to become like a 
little like cultural hub for art like yeah like but but with a lot more of like a a, a little more high-end but also educational like yeah. i don't want it to just be galleries and stuffy i want right, there right, to right. be yeah, a work like a work community. Yeah, like you know, a village of the arts. Like literally, like if you need to go make something, you go there and you go find the make person, your space. The person that welds and the person that does this and uh. does that. You know, they're around. There's like different types of artists there, and so it's been interesting since 2018. I've been involved with this area, and then right now it's like that's three years coming on. Yeah, this last year has just been crazy. Like I know a lot We're of happened because it's <laughs> like, like in twenty twenty one for real. I know. Yeah, like twenty twenty, like it was crazy. I just remember at the end of twenty nineteen, everyone being like twenty twenty vision. It's gonna be, and I was like, too many people are saying it's gonna be the best. Right? Like, I, You're I'm like, I know for it. jinxing. <laughs> well, and you and I have known each other for now eight years. Like, yeah. what does that mean? That's so fast and long. And and by the way, I'll remind, it hasn't been eight years. I don't even know. 2013. Yeah, Is that it? Years. Is that? Yeah. Um, at the end of 13. So seven. You're coming on eight. But the um, when you were saying like the normal stuff. Um, because I've been doing this for 10 years. I'm now looking at it like this 10 year yeah, retrospective sure. and, yeah, exactly. and the, the truth is nobody still does what we were doing. Like, yes, uh -huh. it seems common, but it's not because it's common to you and I, because we did it for so long, but like yeah, exactly. no fucking buddy else does it. Like, like they don't nobody even pulls understand what's about to happen. Right, like when I when I ex tell people here, like you can bring stuff and paint anytime you want. They're like, no, but like, how much is it? And I'm like, no, like the whole point is like right. to do it, like you know. And so, well, in New York, had that a l way more like than, but that was more in the in the art, like the artist dude scene, or not dude, but like that that like go to a bar and paint because you that's what you want to be doing you know versus out There's, for everyone right, like the thing about new york is that it's definitely different from here is the proactive rather than the like a lot of the artists here like expect to get called for gigs or you know need yeah to there's a little sitting back everything yeah like yeah the weather's not really gonna kill you so it's like whatever like there's not that drive to like put yourself in a club. Like you saw how we would in, when I was in in New York. Big time traips. Like, <laughs> it's like every night you had to go do something, or like right. there was someone two inches behind you waiting to do it. So it was totally. Like, it, the more proactive, the better, you know. And so it was like down here. It's interesting because trying to cultivate a scene is like, you know, there's like no hustle getting, for it. People are getting more money if they promote their event and they don't promote it. Whereas in like New York, like you would bet you would die for the deals we're giving them to promote. Cause in New York, it's like, oh, every hundred people, you'll get 20 bucks. And you're like, what the fuck? Like, you know how hard it is to get a hundred people to come out? You know? But here we'll be like, we'll give you 10% of the night if you get 50 people. And they'll like get three people. 
you guys don't even try a lot of the time right. but it's changing you know like a lot of times they just don't know like i learned like i put, i was out in the sh you know doing it so i have a different basis of there was also more opportunity in new york there are more clubs there are more yeah there was more of a scene for that here it's a little different but you know right. it's weird yeah. like not being able to like i as much as i i held myself to a very strict schedule and like i did crazy drives and i had to like do what i had to do to survive as an artist like i had a level of freedom that like i didn't think would ever get stripped again until this year which was crazy. really but it's been do really cool to like refocus you know like i'm thinking about like my life's longevity and like what i want to do more than just like insanely creating just like i was just like non-stop like i just right. couldn't like well they, and it also know. is a sweet spot for you of age too like you're how old are you now 33 35 in may <laughs> oh my god and i got some i've lost you oh my god yeah. 35 oh I know, my I god i can't wait that's okay. so my cute my hair's still good <laughs> Oh, there's oh, so like much the more. You like the, you I like do. The I've been trying for... to read it, but oh, Ted, oh, Teddy. Teddy. Yeah, what Aaron Lofton makes them. That's great. Yeah, I just got oh. it today. So much. Oh, did you? Yeah, Glad Aaron you Lofton it. just sent it. Oh, yeah. very nice. Very nice. Yeah. I was like, I was thinking it's about been crazy, Nick. man. And yeah, I don't know how Teddy I mean, died, but I. I think he just had something. He had an like, aneurysm but, in his brain. Yeah, that's right. Huh. Yeah, the it's, I mean, and that's the grind in part, you know. I don't know. He probably had something. But I'm just thinking about New York and how, how much it has gone through this year. And oh, it's, it's kind of great. Place. It's a blessing just, that you're I not there. I just went up there. I, had, I was just up there to visit my my dad. I have a couple of surgeries, so I went to like you know they they got the the shots like the vaccine. That's so good. I was gonna ask. Okay, great. Yeah, so I went up there and saw them for a few days, which was nice. Good. I definitely want to know New York where they are different. offline. They're good. I mean, they're okay, but um, yeah, they're all moved their new place and living their new new existence or whatever i really thought they'd be in florida with you i think when they first come to see the new house they're gonna be like hmm, maybe <laughs> maybe we stay a few extra days no weeks, kidding months. so what's um, but, so what's in transition and why what's going on with your life like so you so i mean originally when I first got asked to be the creative director at this place, I was thinking of it as like maybe like a two year job mm -hmm. and then trying to, we want to open a few of these places. So like basically be one of the, like the two of us would act as like the openers, like we would go travel and, and open up different spots. But then now that I'm kind of looking at turning the village of the arts into like an educational center that's kind of adding like a little more time yeah Cause like let's say i like april 1st the my position starts 
12 months it's gonna take for me to like even know all the people i'm working with and like get them comfortable with me like we might have done some things but like to where i can just ask like hey next thursday i need two thousand for this event Bob, and they'll give it to me right that's gonna take time you know so um we were just <laughs> so figuring you're like, damn it i'm kind of committed we're gonna stay here for a while I don't want to just have spent a hundred grand in rents. I'd rather so, invest into something. So um, what's happening? Have, what do you mean? So what do you like? Uh, we bought a house. You bought a fucking house? No fucking way. No. Uh, adulting. We closed oh March 5th. Oh my God. That's wonderful. That's fucking so, yeah. great. Yeah, that's what so, that's what that bizarre uh, perk of employment, right? Yeah, it's weird how that happens. Uh, that's amazing. Yeah, where? So, seven minutes away from where Adobe is. Oh my God, no it. kidding. So I can ride and it's basically already, I've mapped out a route where I can ride, like I can bicycle to work. Like I don't have to take the car all the time. Right now it's a 25 minute drive. Got it. So some days I got to go in three times. I got to drop off. If like, let's say we have a show and they need one of my paintings, like every time I go, it's 50 minutes just there. It's like, you know, it's like having to go to Studio City every time you need to <laughs> right, right, go right, do right. something. It's like, it's not that far, but it's just like after a while, you're just like, this is too much. It's actually like a little further. But, yeah, so now you're going to be experiencing something that... I don't think either of us have encountered, even well, I'm, though I'm on now. I'm on that council that we always had to go to. That right, house. right. Well, and I, I actually this year wondered if I should run because there's they're up for election right now, and I was like, can for I sure. still take money if I'm on the council? There are co certain conflict of interest things you need to be careful with. Okay, or um, or voting. I'm sure. Like you can't vote for yourself or can you? No, but <laughs> I think you can. I think everyone votes for everything, you know, so okay. it's, but it's always like an assumed vote. So everyone starts with one vote, right. you know, cause everyone generally tends to want to vote for themselves, you know, kind of idea. But, oh um, my goodness. But, but what I was going to say too, is that you're, you are legitimately going to be um, developing local and impacting yeah. like a community that because, sure. you know, forever I was my headspace was it has to be it had to be global. It had to be bigger than Van Nuys or Sherman Oaks or something. And, right, right. you know, I probably shot our shot ourselves in the foot, but I don't know that we would ever have traveled like we did and and like thought of New York or Miami or Detroit or Austin as places that we needed to go you know had we not yeah. done that but now it's almost like you get to take the juice of everything that you know these last eight years of right. just sort of experiencing community in that way wherever we were and now and like really just build up and that's and we have the cool. well that's I mean the thing is like you know, it's funny. It's a there's a Drake quote uh, that's I don't talk shit. I just say facts. 
And so like, I like to do stuff before I talk about the fact that I can do stuff. Okay. You know what I mean? Like, I don't, I don't like brag about something I haven't done before. Like some people could talk big shit about like what they're gonna do and how great it's gonna be. But I more am like, you should use me because look at that thing I did. Or you know what I mean? Right. So like, I probably, if we didn't travel and set up in all those crazy scenarios and like think on the fly all the time and set up all these different types of events and programs and, and having M2R in the back pocket. So like anytime I can't think of something, I can just pull from like literally anything we've done. Right. And be well, like, and- oh, I, I have that wall that you want to build. Or I have that, I can give you an exact list of supplies because right. I've put that list together a thousand times. So now right. it's like <laughs> when it talk when they talk about like, oh well we have a limited budget, I'm like, that's literally my entire existence. Like, exactly. It's like here's Tell us how much you have and we'll do it for that. Here, whatever. Yeah, that they'd be is. like, here's twenty bucks, do two thousand dollars worth of work. You're like, right. okay, cool. Like, so it like helps. I'm not It I'm helps not that you're employed to too, which yeah. I never was. So that was that's I mean, unemployment yeah. for the pandemic has been the most steady income that I've had in, <laughs> in 10 years. Well, especially not doing anything, you know, like not being able to do much. Like we just right. kind of save a little. Well, and that's, I mean, the gift is developing this podcast and but going so back in like and in a, building up the M2 art. Because we're like in opposite worlds in terms of the like how the pandemic has changed our like living situation. Like. Right. Art is fucking open. Like restaurants yeah, are weird. at like eighty percent, and like you don't have to wear masks in some counties. And like, I get it though. Like, does that mean it's open or just not doing protocol? No, I mean it's open. Like things are legitimately open for you to go into. Like New York, like a lot. Like now it's starting to open back up, but for a while, like stuff was just closed. Yeah. Like, you know, like they 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 predicted like 500,000 restaurants would close in New York like oh. for the pandemic, you know. So right. But down here like Do you wear a mask? I wear a mask all the time, man. Yeah. yeah. Especially around like if there are people there, I always have a mask on. And we have signs up like encourage people, but like okay. our county legally we can't force people to wear a mask. That's a funky scenario to that own a is. business and they put out an ordinance saying that that masks are not mandatory and all of a sudden we can't force our customers to wear masks so people come in however they want. And the other th- and you know, I mean the thing is is yes it's bad but most of our clientele is 18 to 40. Yeah. So it's not like we're like the You're real not at risk community. If yeah, like I don't I know people in New York that have passed away, but I don't know a single person that has gotten even really sick down here. Maybe one or two people I've heard of that I don't even really know, but like people I like, we never had an issue at our place. We've never had like someone, no someone COVID, something. You mean, or... and everyone that has gotten it is still t- like around, you know, there's a lot of sunshine. It's, you know, like there's a lot yeah. of, you know, our communities, especially in the, because I'm, the spot is a Kava and Kratom spot, which I don't know if you know what those are, but I don't. drinks from the South Pacific, there one's a tea, one's a root drink. It's a Oh, oh, root. oh, sorry. I, Ka- Not say, Kava, like say one more time. Kava. Yeah. I 
my brain went away. K K A V A. Yes. Yes. Um, but so a lot of that's like a lot of people there are vegans and vegetarians and into their keeping themselves their and their immune systems healthy. You know, we have yeah. like a, a, a girl that makes fresh pressed juices and she makes like a lot of immunity juices and different things. So like, so everybody's immunity system is up high. Yeah. We're all sitting outside and we're all drinking these immune boosting things all the time. So it's <laughs> right. like the only reason, and we, we literally once a week have a Monday meeting where we discuss if we should stay open to that. Week. You know, that's really, like, really, really great. I'm really so glad it's like we, we are on top. You know, we, we, we we don't fuck around like we don't no. want any we don't want to get sick so we don't want anyone else to get sick you know so it's been toting the line like we put together events but we can't promote them yeah. you know me like I, how i promote shit to get as many people as possible all of a sudden i can't i'm like sitting up like waiting for all this to go away you've got this muscle that can't work so that i can be like street team go like flyers <laughs> go you know, but I don't, we don't do that right now. We just let it build word of mouth. But like, you know, Saturday night, we had the best numbers we've ever had. So it's wow. just growing. And it's been interesting being back in, a, you know, like I've worked in a bar before. I was, a, you know, bouncer and bartender. And so it's, it's weird being on the like, sort Owning of boss side. side, you know, like it's been interesting being part of that. Um, well, and it's not alcohol, so the behavior has no, got to be... No, alcohol is not allowed on the premises. I say it's right. like a bar where, where everyone respectfully pays at the end. <laughs> it's great. It really is. Like, it, it feels like cheers, but everyone stays sober. No one fights. There's no arguments. Like, there's How little dramas and shit, but <laughs> it's fine. I mean, the, the good thing about... The New Yorker stuff, in you. <laughs> Well, I get to sit there and bullshit with people anyway, so I don't care what how fucked up someone is. Half the time, people are really stoned, and this stuff does make you, we call Mellow. it muddy, but yeah. it does have an effect on you. Like, some gives you a little more energy, makes you more euphoric and talkative. Some of it makes you really mellow, you know? Yeah. So it's been, it's been good. I haven't really been drinking, like, at all. That's um, amazing. How does that feel? Yeah, it's a, it feels good. I mean, as long as I can smoke weed, I don't really care. Like that was more important to me than drink. Drinking's more of like boredom thing, like you know, or like. So you were you were I'm... really bored for eight years. <laughs> for like fourteen years, yeah, I was really really bored. Oh my um, god! Now, and how has all of this impacted um, just your your day to day creativity or your your creative mind? around like you know the fear for people i'm i'm thinking to like who might be listening to this you know and like sure. what's the impact of having a day job that isn't at all a day job like it's a custom-made job for you polly like in real life but so because yeah. you don't have any compromises for the job that you well, have you know the thing with me was like i've always been willing to work no matter what it was like and so like even if it's the setup and breakdown of like there's some artists that want to show up the canvas is up the paints are laid out they paint and then they leave and then the canvas is taken down i i don't know any of those scene. people <laughs> i don't know yeah i don't really know any people like that because i don't want people like that you know like i right 
even in the stuff that I was having a good time doing, I still put in extra work. I'd stay behind and help people close down events. Like I always did the extra work because then I knew like I improved somehow, you know, throughout the whole process. Like, but I was never afraid to like help someone move or like paint an apartment or, you know, like I always tried to find jobs in art. Right. You know, like not career work, like I want a commission or, but like, I need my house painted. Okay, well, at least I'm getting to practice painting. Right. And I'm practicing all of these things, like learning about textures and styles of paint and types of paint, and like I, which rollers Brush are best. And, and you know, I would sometimes- Hand control. Yeah, I would paint a whole por uh, one, you know, like, you know, I do those like black, those white portraits, like in just white. Yeah. That was from painting in apartments because like, they'd be like, paint my wall back to white and I would do, I'd, I'd do a portrait and then paint it all white. But right, like right, get right. that, you know, like I always tried to like make the most of whatever I was doing, but like I also worked in a warehouse packing boxes. Did other things, but figure, tried to figure out what job like I wanted and how I could make it happen. And then I, you know, I made this job, literally the two positions I have, I've, I manifested like they weren't real. It wasn't like I got someone else's job. Right. They created no. positions for you. The director of community art wasn't a position. They created the position and then voted <laughs> me into the position. Like it, it oh. never existed before, but they weren't, they couldn't figure out what to do because they wanted to hire, they were, they were trying to get me to run for president or vice president. And I was like, I need to know all of you. I need to know this system before I would even like think of taking Wanna on that it. much of a, right. yeah, like, cause I wouldn't even know who to tell to do what, cause I don't know what everyone does yet. And you know, like I was still new to it. Or who to trust or who, you know, where to put your leverage and, you know, and but, all of that, like who are the workers and the doers and. And I, you know, the thing I was kind of also thinking was there's someone right now that doesn't like the president for whatever <laughs> reason. Right. So like, if I go into that position, then there are people like that have to argue with the president. Right. But like, if you make up a position, everyone just wants to like, know what you're, what you're going to do. Exactly. And like, they're interested right. in why this position just created for you. So like, I think I'll be able to do a lot more, not having to be the one also telling everyone what to do. I don't, right. that's not. Right. And that's a, that, that well and it goes to timing too so like in my mind i'm i'm sitting here wondering like would you have taken or wanted or looked for or said yes to this job at age 27 28 probably not because at that point i was so dedicated not to be working for somebody right but like I'm the creative director at Adobe, but I'm not really work like I I guess I could be fired, but I like kind of can't like not that it would be a reason for me to, but like Right. I'm essentially like you know, that's one step down from the full time owner, you know. And I so think it's that's like, a creative person's kind of road here in life. Like right. Almost all creative people need to find their own definition of where to be because 
there isn't a there are very few structures that want to uh, have you. Right. Like they they, they don't yeah. they don't even know how to create a structure for it. They have to know you and then know that you're missing or you have to create an environment where you are the value and the value comes and you don't have this fireable right. pressure. Like it's hard enough to create right. and then to have the pressure of, and, and maybe everybody, like if you had gone into finance, maybe that would have been true. Like if I didn't get my number of, you know, my spreadsheet, right. I right. could get fired and it's really creative to do a spreadsheet, but there's something I think more unique about the vulnerability of being creative and then the pressure of potentially getting fired for it. And never is it yeah, exactly. because you didn't do a good job. It's always personality driven and, and artists notoriously are personality wild, <laughs> you know, or yeah, like, like they're yeah. just harder personality. We're weird. We're not trackable. We don't, we don't go by yeah. the right road and we get to the end result. But people, you know, who are more linear and maybe more business oriented in certain manners of business don't have the patience. Well, that's the thing is it's like the now idea with a creative person just isn't like you have to let things like come to you. You have to think of things like. Yeah. People don't realize when I do a painting, I paint it like four million times, like obsessively in your head. Like, you know, you <laughs> do these things that take time, you know. Yes, I might have painted it in an hour because I have the skill set to paint quickly. Right. But for the week before, I said, no, I'm going to use this green. No, I'm going to use, no, nah, I should use like more cream, you know. Like I'm going through all of those obsessive, crazy things that then create that like, it First. looks like I just am throwing paint at it, but it's like I'm intentionally throwing this shade of green with this shade of this with that. You know, they're all intentional things, even though they look a certain, you know, it's yeah. like, you know, the easier you make it look, the more valuable it probably is that you can do it, you know. <laughs> Well, and that's mastery. That's reliably knowing yourself to be able to deliver on stuff. And sometimes we create inside of those brushstrokes, you know, or inside of that, like, I know that I've got this tool and this tool will do this. So my head's naturally already thinking, what does this do? And then you yeah. add in the color and you add in all the other things that you, you've learned along the way. And then, you know, the fun is for you I would imagine is like using a new tool that you don't have something reliable to deliver on. So like, and then... I've been doing that recently because um, one of the things I've been doing is all of the like graphic design for Adobe. So I oh, do I've like noticed stickers. that. Yes. I've been doing all of the. What are you like, working on? What do you? What's your process? I'm just using Procreate and hand illustrating everything. You know, I've gotten with some, a, but it's like with a stylus, yeah, with the stylus, Apple that... pencil. Yeah. Okay. On the iPad. That's what I wanted to hear. Yeah. That's okay. Yeah. That's I cool. mean, there are certain things that I wish it was Photoshop sometimes, but there's a certain things I'm really glad it's not Photoshop mostly. Would you get bogged, bogged down with what you could do with it or? 
the amount of stuff and the this the kind of speed I'm executing is like with Photoshop, it's a little bit more of a slow grind, you know. Got like, it. If I was designing like, if we like made coffee and we were selling packaging, like I would probably not do it on Procreate. Right. But right. like making Instagram posts and we have like a, a TV up at Adobe and it has slides that run through and it says like, you know, live music and all this. And I get to like, I put up a slide that's like Adobe art gallery. So every, every week there's, or two weeks or whatever, there's a new piece of art that's also, you know, like little things. So I get to not only do the menu and the normal shit, but like create whatever content and stickers and yeah. You know, like I'm kind of freely creating for Adobe as well. And that's yeah, sort that's of my pulling. only job. Yeah. Right. And that just pulls people back in because they're like, oh, you know, every month, every time we have new stickers, they're different. We don't ever. Well, repeat. no, what I was going to say is it's pulling a new skill set for you, too. Like it's pulling like a, a new thought process. It's like for a, you. Yeah. It's kind of like a new old because I did do graphic stuff for a minute and then I just hated it. Like I just mm -hmm. don't like. I like vi the well, it's no fun to do unless you have a problem to solve. Like, right, you know, it's no fun. There's the like, logo, what am I? It's, like, it's a, it's a know? total jerk off. Yeah, you, you'd rather yeah, like, create for yourself than yeah. Go and practice. So, Nobody practices graphic design. We do projects. We do work. Like right. So like, as creative director, I, I'm making it for me. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I convinced you're you know, the client. In the way, I'm the client. Yeah, like I'm I'm the artist doing it, but I'm not always gonna be the artist doing it. But I'll always be the person getting an artist to do it. You know, that's sort well. Of and in that way, your brain is always thinking about hierarchy of information and like what you want people to read first and and all of that. So now you're talking about scale in a whole new way. Like you know, with the painting behind you, I can't read the... Oh, that's Kayla. Kayla Starr did that. No! Wait, was she visiting, or is she... Yeah, she came with Matt. Yeah. What? Oh, Matt. Yeah, Sorry. Not <laughs> My brain said Gorkas. Yeah. No, um, no. Oh, that's wonderful. That's so yeah, fun. Look she at painted her. it at, at Adobe. Oh my gosh, what fun. Yeah. Shout out to Kayla. Hello. True. <laughs> uh, I'll get her on the pod. We'll talk about her stories from the the actual streets of being out there being creative uh you've brought so many cool people to off the wall it's amazing and yeah, i've uh, had a lot of cool people i've been lucky got a lot when you're nice and you keep your word you you attract cool people cool people cool people like that stuff. nice Yay. Well, so, okay. So we're 41 minutes in. We've got 20 more minutes. Keep going. Where, so we know what's, what's present and probably, hopefully what's in the future. Um, At the, I mean, so the goal basically is to eventually I want to open my own space in the village and have it be like a off the wall kind of center though like yeah with well like, check out what your, what uh you know. the great one eaters have unite right now they've opened yeah, the whole I, center in canoga yeah, park yeah. and yeah 
That's great. Yeah, so that's sort of the next kind of Perf step. Um, you can have Olivia. performance. You can have all all the things. Yeah, exactly. Have it be where it's gonna, yeah, kind of, because that's what kind of what we're. That's what off the. Uh, that's what Adobe is right now. Is you know like we have art markets and live music and now march we're gonna launch we're gonna have salsa and bachata lessons like but like not like a stiff class like we're gonna have a bachata dj and there's gonna be people there that know how to dance and they're just gonna dance with you know like so right. we're just setting up these like community interaction kind of thing um we're gonna request people have gotten tested before they come yeah. It's gonna be like kind of a ticketed thing for that reason. Or even vaccinated. Like, That's true. That, I mean, a lot of right by now. By April, I mean, we're supposed to all be able to. There's the vaccination tourism that's going on in Florida right now. Like everyone from northern states are coming down and getting vaccinated down here. What? So yeah, it's. I'm not personally going to at the moment just because certain reasons in my life. Um, uh, no, just, I want to do certain things and I don't know Make what babies. this would do to my body, like, like that kind of thing. So <laughs> I don't know what it would do. And I don't, you know, you don't want to give some I mean, RNA <laughs> over. Yeah. No, I want to try to just let all the years of alcohol abuse do its toll and leave it at that. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> That's, this is really good. This is really good. And it's what's really great is that, you know, there's a whole community out here in Los Angeles and throughout with um, Off the Wall who have, you know, sort of watched you grow, you know. And, and in truth, a lot of them know you through many forms of you. And... <laughs> Because yes, we're all living large and transparent and, you know, and a lot of it had to do with being here at the house and a lot of kids have come through the house and, you know, a lot of those kids are mid-20s now, you know. And, I know, and, I saw Zach in Miami the other day, it was like... Right? It's it so great. Like well, and so two things. One, I'll, I'll tangent with you on that. He said... Um, he said, he texted me and he was like, I just met somebody who you fed at a wall in Miami. And I was like, yeah, hashtag feed the artists. And he's like, yeah, yeah. he said that was really cool. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> it, uh, once again, testimony to the fact that like no one's doing this stuff, right? Um, and these are good ideas and they're repeatable and you can, you know, keep that in your oh, pocket. Every time I tell people about those things, they're always like, who does Jaw that? Drop. Like, we were fucking doing all this stuff. We got, got people to give us warehouses and just like kids like like. We built we built fucking ten walls or however many walls we built. <laughs> you know we, yeah. And now, we fucking I'm, built them like built them built them not like had them built like. Uh, like uh, yeah. Fully. Sawing and fully and did the everything. work. Fully yeah. traipsed there with tools. Fully, yes. But I think that's part of the power of why we were successful is because people knew we would willing to like, how far into it do you need us? Do we need to bring like soap for the bathrooms or like? 
<laughs> how like how how much do you need it? Like, we don't care. Just do we Just... need to build everything and set it up and get the paint and paint it and then break it down? And somehow find power for it, or can we just get there? No, we gotta do everything. Okay, we're... all of it. Okay, cool. Right, and we did. But now I don't. I don't fear any. I'm like, there's nothing I can't like set up now. You know. That's like, amazing to hear. So that's, that's so good, good to hear. Well, and and back to what I was saying about everybody kind of having watched you, and and especially the younger kids knowing, you know, some of them they're not quite at the age that I met you at, which was just 27. Um, I remember because yeah. I was very excited when you got to 28 cause you lived and the dog's gonna <laughs> die all year. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, uh, you know, they're coming up on it and they there's no question in my mind that some of them are gonna, uh, play hard and, um, you know, and, and to know that, like, there's the potential to also be satisfied in um, where you are now. You know, like, like you didn't actually just suddenly give up everything to be in the position that you're in. No, I understood that I lost everything and I could either lose or I could do something and change and adapt so i did you know like i when all this shit went you know when the pandemic went down like i felt like giving i literally had a weekend where i lost seven months of work like people yeah. calling from festivals people calling from events from birthdays from live art things from weekly spots all this stuff one after another hey that mural festival's canceled hey we're you know and it was like okay well i need to figure out something else i can potentially do because i don't know when the next time i'm coming to be comfortable even like hosting a topless tuesday like right. everyone get together and take their clothes like they'll like no we have to have like it, hazmat there's not even a place now. in the country in the globe that that you know, was safe like, and I see some guys I mean, doing body maybe painting Australia. and I'm like, ooh, I don't know if it's the best call yet, you know, like, but they're doing, you know, like, I didn't do private sessions as much as I did events with it. So, you know, for me, it was about the live art experience and that's kind of not there right now. So now I'm kind of going back to like the other side of, you know, because the thing about me is I made hard work look really fun. Cause we were working yeah. our asses off yeah but i just didn't let it show to, like that was the main thing is like yes we all, i also partied very hardy like all the time but it was after long ass days it was after putting in tons of work it was never like i just sat around in my own you didn't start the day and, that way right it was always like a celebratory thing or like a, I have to paint until five in the morning to finish this. So I'm going to have a bottle of whiskey and just sit here. I'm also a giant. So like it <laughs> looks worse than it is, you know, like, you know, it's one thing when, you know, if someone that's 125 pounds drinks as much as, you know, drinks a bottle. But when someone that's 270 pounds or whatever I was like, <laughs> it looks worse, but it like in re reality, like, 
I was not like I wasn't like poisoning myself, you know, like like to where I was sick, like right, you know, right. And like, and giving your body a break now is intentional in a whole different way. It sounds like. Yeah, I mean, the other thing is one of the really great benefits of kratom is that it triggers our dopamine receptor without introducing dopamine into our system. So a lot of people that are in recovery like to drink, will find themselves not craving narcotics because they're drinking a tea, you no know, kidding. it's a tea. And so for me, that is, that applies to opioids, that applies to alcohol, that applies to cigarettes, that applies to a lot of things that are habit forming. Basically, if I drink this tea throughout the week, I don't crave alcohol at, at all. That's you know, amazing. and it's like, were you craving it before? I didn't realize how much I was just ingesting it because I could, you know, kind of thing where it was like, where now I don't really find myself reaching for like, it's not talking whiskey. to your brain, right? Like if it's midnight and I'm working on a painting now, it's not like, oh, just drink a whole bottle of wine, you know, like now it's like, you can just have like some tea and some water and finish painting like you know like again like i still smoke weed if not more now but that's it you know like i mean in terms of a pharmaceutical like nine ten years i haven't taken an advil nothing like right you know so for me like but i drank all the time and so that was me turning off my back pain turn so like has been an adjustment, especially with like my skin being with the dairy stuff. I get the like spots and Hides, like, yeah. they feel like cigarette burns, like legitimately. Yeah. So it's been a struggle sometimes, like just stay living in that like constant ache. But I gotten used to it. Cause I mean, that was the thing is like, I, that was one reasons I turned, I would drink as much as I did was cause like my back all of a sudden wouldn't hurt. My arms and legs wouldn't be on fire because I'd be a little numb and then I could right. kind of like continue to function rather than shut down and just like have to like stop moving. Cause like my whole body hurts, you know? So, but, but with the Kratom and stuff too, it does pain relief and there are certain effects. So like I've been able to manage it in that sense and, you know, CBD oils and different things, but you know, it's, if I don't think if I was, if I didn't, have the kratom and kava i probably still be drinking a bunch right like i go i went up to new york for like two weeks and halfway through i was i had been around kava i was already like having a couple beers and like ah it's cool it's fine like i don't have any kava so i'll have some of this you know and it was like my it, like my brain immediately was back to like give me give me it's you know? a loud it. talk isn't it you know and it's like okay so you know, I'm clearly, I'm okay. Like, I don't throw up or get sick if I don't, you know, if I didn't drink at any point, I never, you know, like. You weren't that it far was only really, there'd be a couple times where I'd be like shaky the next day, but there was never really where it was like my body shutting down, you know, like mm -hmm. I had a lot of extra weight because of all the excess calories carbs but, and stuff yeah yeah you know especially i love drinking like heavy stouts and porters and shit and those are all like super heavy carby beers 
So I like uh, that's better, but it's it just got to the time too. Like half the reason I drank so much is because all my jobs were at clubs and bar. Yeah. And then it was everything a lifestyle. was closed, and you couldn't leave your house. And I hated having booze at the house unless I'm working at the house. And then I'd be like, all right, well, I'm gonna be here working, and I drink when I work. So that was the other thing. Is like I have to drink to work, and it's like I don't like. You thought maybe you did, did, though? I think I did for a while. I think it, because I was just freely creating and I wanted to tap it deep into my brain as I could, alcohol was a great way to, to inhibit, like, the inhibitor. Lose it all. Yeah. For me like, to just, like, do whatever and destroy it and burn it and not give a fuck about, you know, but Yeah, like, not be so mental be about making. it. I mean, that was the thing is, like, no matter how nuts life was for me, and you'll attest, like, whatever we were doing, I was always creating. Like, yeah, yeah I would, like, be half dead on the couch and, like, still be drawing just because, like, that was my goal, was, like, just, like, relentlessly make things. Until the point where now I can slow down and be, like, I make things with way more intention and I have less to prove to myself, I think. Yeah. Like I've always had a lot to prove to myself and to like my dad and people around me that measured like not everyone measures success the same way, you know. A lot of artists would think I'm very successful at this point, but I'm like I'm not I'm not, you know, to where I want to be. But so but one of all the things I always want to do is leave I always like leaving things behind that aren't of me. They are of me, but they're not of me, you know, like off the wall. It's like yeah, I, I've always said to you from the beginning, I never wanted Off The Wall to be about me as an artist, but about everyone else as an artist. I'm just here helping facilitate it to be, because it needs to be a real thing kind of thing. I, th with this village, like, I don't want it to be like my village of art. I want it to be <laughs> like, I come in and see that all this stuff happened and this is happening. And knowing that that was facilitated because I was able to help facilitate it. So like, not only am I focused on my creating, but I also had always had that drive in art because I think it, we're losing it all over the place. Schools now, right. especially now, they're not having Zoom art classes. Like, hell no. How do you even do that? How, you, you, there's something about being in a room with a kid, teaching them how to mix paint or how to print screen print or, yeah. you know, all these tactile things like what's going to get lost and what's going to stick around, you know, because they just basically wipe the slate clean on what schooling is, you know? Right. And so it's like, now is the time to like, it's a great time when they're just wipe it clean to set up your thing, though, you know, because they're just starting to set everything up. So if you pop up like, Hey, I'm this new thing. They're like, Oh yeah, we'll put that there. Hey, we're ready for you. You know? <laughs> you know? And so that's sort of like, they, you know, with this new position was like, I don't want to come in and be the boss of you guys. I don't even really know. I just want to come in and like quietly make impact. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> they're like, oh, wow, that new wall. When did that get Where made? did I'm that like, come exactly, from? Exactly. Well, maybe we can get the hip hop plaza built there. You know, the I, one uh, that got there designed. There are plenty of lots. I could probably make that happen. Oh my God, we could do an R Town grant and stuff. Yeah, but, exactly. Or you can, but you know, however it goes, I don't even care anymore. I just want it done. But yeah, I mean, I'm still, you know, I, I've never not wanted, like, 
I talk about off the like that's the whole that's why we're Adobe Graffiti Lounge is because of off the wall graffiti like there's always that presence in this place of like bringing in younger artists encouraging people to not be afraid to create or to yeah. use utilize the people around them to help them create you know and that was one of the big things that at off the wall was like I I always loved when I'd see one of the ki kids talking another one of the kids through something right. and I would just like back away <laughs> my job is do done it. here even though my job is teaching that or whatever I would just let that that experience happen but you know like yeah so that's kind of what I'm focusing on cultivating in this area for the you know and we'll see I mean that my it doesn't start until April 1st so right now I'm kind of getting together old designs of things or like you know looking through i've looked through some of the old stuff we've done of like the art walks and the different things of you know because i want to create an art walk but like a youth-based art like the art walk at the village of the arts right now is just come in and look at my business and then walk to the next oh yeah go no. in their business and and there's no like huge thing set up on the street and there, you know like the April, like the May art walk after I have a month of being able to be where I can literally say, this is what we're doing. Yeah. Cause right now I don't have any position to, to say anything. So anything I say now would basically be put in minutes as like, it a doesn't suggestion matter. Or... Yeah. And so I wouldn't even really be able to bring it back up. So I'm just kind of waiting and then like, gonna like, just, you know, we move in March 5th to our new place and I'm gonna spend that three weeks like unpacking and doing proposals for the next six months of like i want to do this event then this event and then this will coincide with summer break and then that uh, you know like certain things um but but in that same style of like kind of what the goal of of off the wall was to create pockets of engagement and yeah you know a place where people don't have much to do and you can tell they that half these people are in trouble because they're bored. Yep. You know, and so just make it less boring, you know? Like, <laughs> and keep, might as well. Keep drawing them in, you know, like with that activity and that spark and everything. Well, it's so. like, you know, we have regulars that come in every day and then they love that, like, even for them, there's new stuff constantly. Right. And they right. come every day and they're like, oh, I didn't see that painting yesterday. And I'm like, I know I painted it this morning. Or, <laughs> you know, so like there's that bit of that that's already been happening. And I'm not the only artist that's doing it. Like we're we're having people paint all the tables slowly. Nice. But like they, they take the table and then all of a sudden they come back and there's another table painted. And they're like, when did that happen? I'm like, oh, you got to be here, you know. So it's like creating this kind of like cultural hub and the Chamber of Commerce is doing a ribbon cutting for us uh, oh. at the end of April. So because we, because of COVID, we pushed back our like grand opening event. Is that like, right? We weren't going okay. we to do a networking event like last April, you know, oh my gosh. a little, well, first of all, <laughs> it wouldn't have been open. It wouldn't have been allowed to, but you know, yeah, we just wanted to get to a point where we knew we were financially okay. Like, we weren't sure if we were going to get closed down. Like there was a couple times. Did you guys get a PPP loan? No, we didn't get anything. Okay. We just, 
you weren't in business uh, long enough i don't think i don't think so i think yeah. uh andrew got Andrew's a personal in... one the, the owner yeah he got his, his whatever 1200 or whatever but yeah. no we did we've been financing everything but now we're making money so good you know it's been interesting it's been interesting like helping run a business and like do it's that. a little bit like everything that you've done has gotten you right here right now you know yeah, like, like even you know, the financing college and the even the warehousing job you know you you know about inventory you know about yeah, inventory, distribution, chain. invoicing, you right. know, like real estate. When you think about a cup, you don't just think about getting it shipped to you, but you have to think about who's making the cup, what they're making it out of, you know, like yep. all those things that I've learned, like putting together lists of paint and putting together lists of supplies, like it's the same <laughs> shit, like, you know, it's all the same and working at a bar. So I knew I already know protocol and like wiping down and keeping something clean. And, you know, so even when I'm there, even though I'm, I've, I've worked a few for a little while, it was, we didn't have much staff. Like when we first opened, it was basically yeah. Andrew and I helped and, you know, his family helped out a little and his brother still helps out, but you know, we didn't have any other staff. So I was working behind the bar when he wasn't working, you know, kind of thing. And we just like, just tried to stay open, you know, while right. the world was like melting around us, you know? <laughs> and so now it's like, we're now we're just kind of enjoying it. You know, like we're slowly, it's just every week there's something new we've gotten accomplished. And, you know, we didn't have like $2 million off the jump to make every thing a reality right away. So right. we've slowly been developing it, but you know, every time we do another major development, we see a great boost in figures and I, you know, it's been, yeah, it's I'm been impressed. good. It's been fun. It's been an yeah. interesting experience for sure. It's a lot of grind, but you know, it's, we have really good coffee. So <laughs> the grind's worth it. That is the one thing I always say about the, the time in which you gave me the biggest sort of it wasn't a pat on the back it was a it was a grounding in reality when we were like the house had no food right and we were i was on food stamps and you know we we're all broke as shit and but you turned and you like kind of grabbed the coffee thing and you're like but we always have good coffee and I was just yeah. like, oh, my God, yeah. we do, I'll, don't we? I will we? starve before I won't drink coffee. Uh, it was such a, it really, really, truly kept me in that, like, at least I know the priority. At least I have the basics, you know? Well, I talk and, to people all the time, you know, and, like, I know you've probably heard me say it, but, like, I used to have, like, a have I eaten today? And then, like, after that, it doesn't fucking matter. Yeah. Like all the shit that's stressing you out is just random shit. Like, did you put nutrition in your body? Are you going to like wake up tomorrow? Then chill, you know, like you, you and can get through And there are it, times when know? that, like I was saying to a principal over at Stony Point, Barb, the other day, I was like, you know, she was talking about some of the kids who um, 
weren't getting their meals because of, you know, the shutdown and different things like that. And I said, I said, I have legitimately been food, um, not food poor. There's a word for it, but where food insecure and, right. you know, and like, I can remember, you know, times when I like a few times when I was like, Polly, go down to this deli. You have food waiting for you or where like, you know, oh, yeah. sending <laughs> yeah. Joy some money so she could go and like go eat, you know, and and for sure, if we can say yes to have we eaten, um, then everything's cool. And if we and there are more times when we couldn't say yes to that at that moment you know and and yet we're all rich in resource but like there are those moments where it seems like everything's not there <laughs> and, and, and now it seems like it there, is you know you know it's not it's not always there it's but it's your i mean the thing is that added my attitude doesn't if i have 10 grand in the bank or i have 30 cents in the bank my it's attitude the same question my, yeah my existence doesn't change i don't that thing doesn't stress me out because it's just a figurative thing anyway right you know like i wasn't like ravenous and emaciated to where i was gonna like die like i would have like ate a squirrel like you know like yeah, i would have figured yeah, yeah, it yeah. out you were, exactly you know and it, you know I've always, yeah. so that's why I mean, like, I never stress the bigger, the littler things because I understood that the bigger picture was the only thing that's really, like, at the end of the day, the yeah. thing you need to focus on. So, like, you know, some people, like, when they don't get something, it shuts down their whole world. It's like, right, I mean, right. Okay, I didn't have it 10 minutes ago, so. I, didn't, I don't I don't have it now all right so whatever just move the fuck on you know? well it also yeah, sounds for some people like that's hard thing. to do like for some people when everything got shut down they're like my world's over and I'm like no that world's over right right your world is what's in front of you so and, your it, world and is it was right always here. there which it's is just, the thing that I think you know. it sounds like you learned is that you were always there Right. The consistent thing without everything I've done, any career I've had, or is that I was the one in charge of what I was doing and holding myself accountable. And it was like, whatever I do or whatever I have to do coming up, because I knew I had to do something else. Yeah. And I wasn't really sure what I was going to be able to do, you know, because I wasn't even guaranteed that Adobe was even going to be able to be open. Right. Right. You know. Right. And so but i knew that i had these abilities from the things i've done and that i've consistently done things so i can nothing surprises me anymore you know like i've lost the budget the day of so many times and like all these <laughs> stupid things that like people just don't show up and you know like some people freak out and i'm like okay what jobs were they gonna do okay well let's here's the list of who's going to do what, like, cause that person's clearly not here, you know, whereas before it would have been like, Oh my God, the world's over, you know? Right. And right. so I was like, nah, I'm just like, whatever, just like whatever bomb explodes, just clean it up and like 
you know, figure it out. Move on. Yeah. If you're still breathing, you still have purpose. Yeah. Exactly. You know, you could still get it done. And, you know, so it's an adjustment. And I'm sure I couldn't even imagine be like coming out of high school or college right now. Right. Like, how do I even get a job anymore? Like, (laughs) but if you think about it, except for that, they're more tech saggy. Yeah. And, and also you just, they're almost in a better position to, as a human, because they're, they're, they have to be so self-reliant in a, in a way that the path is, you know, the path is not open and not clear. And so they are forging their own paths and, and, you know, almost like the gig economy is going to be theirs from the, from the get go. So they're, you know they're probably going to be a little more um scrappy earlier and longer um but who knows you hope i mean i hope so hopefully they're not depressed because they i mean that's the thing is like you know before i mean the thing with everything being online is like bullying yes it loses its physical form but it like gets way worse in terms of it's like verbal and like yeah. tactical abuse that can happen online. You know, it's been a, yeah. Like, so, you know, a lot of kids, the online world is not a fun place for them. You know, like, right. I was a tactile kid. Like I needed to, I did better when I was able to like help make the sets in theater and help do certain things or, you know, like, I was better when I was playing sports and I was with, you know, interacting on a certain level with people when I was like, I'd yes, I like to be on my own when I would draw and stuff, but for the most part, I like to do like work activities and like, that's not existent right now, you know? So I couldn't imagine being like a creative kid right now and like having to beg your parents to get you stuff to do at the house. Like, (laughs) right, right. Like, you know, it's not like people miraculously got big studios put into their house where they could do art and they could do music and dance and things, you know, like a lot of creativity had to have gotten, I mean, it might've boosted out of some people, like people that wouldn't have normally have done drawings and TikTok videos or whatever the hell, you know, are doing now, you know, but for, it would have been, this would have been a nightmare scenario for me, like stuck in my house and my parents and my brother with your parents yeah yeah like i love my parents but like i was a very free and am a very free person like you know i never was like want to stay home like i was outside well unfortunately they never required that of you either but right i mean they they grew up where you went outside and so they were like you guys go outside and we'll see you at dinner time you know you want to go uptown go uptown you want to watch tv what like you don't have a tv TV doesn't go on till Jeopardy. Seven oh o'clock. My God. Right. Jeopardy goes on, and then you can watch something after. Exactly. But like, uh. so we were like, you know, that now is like I see, you know, little kids with smartphones. Are they gonna get? You're the gonna point be a hard dad. They're not gonna get the point until they're forty if they have that device. <laughs> you know, like. Yeah, but they're gonna live to a hundred and fifty. So you know. Of course. Yeah. Well. <laughs> We'll see. <laughs> right now, it doesn't look too good. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> the current 
political climate. I don't know if I'd want to live to 150. Uh, goodness. Craziness. I know. I know. Well, all right. So, um, so in wrapping it up, people, we can't even say like, send all the artists over to Bradenton. That's irresponsible. Um, in, I guess we just need to stay safe and safe. Well, they could follow Adobe Kava. Yeah, 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 say it. So Instagram, Adobe Kava, K-A-V-A. Okay, and, uh, is Adobe it underscore graffiti. or any of that or just Adobe Kava? Oh, just at Adobe Kava and then Adobe Graffiti Lounge on Facebook and stuff. And okay. we, our website is almost ready. Oh, okay. We have... It being it is being literally being built, but being built right now. Yeah, yeah, we well we had a whole thought process behind it, and we changed our whole kind of model. We redirected our whole website kind of for what we wanted to do, and we're kind of trying to place it more in an interactive scenario. So, oh cool, a lot more coding, a lot more stuff involved. So that's not up yet, but. Adobe Kava and Adobe Graffiti Lounge. And, on Instagram. Uh, on Instagram. And, and of course at Nassarding. Nassarding is mine, yeah. And Paulie on Facebook, Paul Nassar. Are we still on, is Facebook still a thing? It's <laughs> it's still there. It's I mostly <laughs> use it to see what my friends in other countries are doing. Exactly, right? I know. Like, I, I, <laughs> I could probably count the amount of dollars i've made off facebook on one hand so <laughs> oh, it's not for the a, whole time e even for the, whole the charity time I've been on too facebook. never generated yeah. anything no yeah we even did an event where we made where they for i remember i did the fundraising thing and like i don't even know if they even sent the money i don't think they did right like we the, raised like 200 yeah for your birthday and, yeah just never came Thanks, Facebook. Thanks, Facebook. Thanks for take, selling all my secrets. But uh, Do you know what sadly does come is when my sister spends um, money on smile.amazon for off the wall. She does all of her Amazon purchases through smile.amazon. I, I love that. My yeah. dad does it too. Does he? Does he? Yeah. Oh, I should. The thing should. is, the thing that's annoying is that like you can't just set it up to do it all the time. Well, like, especially they don't do smile on the app either. Like right, yeah, so it's like oh, we set up this whole way for you to give, but you can't use the program. Oh, it doesn't work on our actual. We're not app, super but committed. But you can't go online. Like as soon as you're online on Amazon, they send you to the app, but they don't give you a place to check to send it to. And you can't so, exactly. It's basically only for people who still buy off of Amazon off a of browser. Right, like, right. Like AOL email or something. Yeah, like who the <laughs> fuck still, yeah. <laughs> well, they don't want you to actually give, so. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Damn it. Turns out no one does. It's really criminal. But yeah. we eke our way. We eke out. That's why I want to make millions of dollars so I can just do whatever the fuck we want. But. Well, that's always the goal. Exactly. <laughs> Yay. Maybe I'll just become a corrupt politician now on this board. Ugh. Just funnel, funnel millions of dollars into off the wall. 
hopefully that is not <laughs> even a real legally thing. of course yes of course <laughs> Uh, all right. Okay. Well, we've got to clap at some point, but I still want to know like other things. But we should end just the segment, and uh, unless we want everyone to know like where your parents are actually living and all that kind of stuff. <laughs> oh, they're in Riverdale. They are. It's north. Just north of. It's like just north of where they were. Okay, and yeah, and they're retired, nice and they're. Semi, my dad still works a little bit, but okay, he's got a bunch of stuff coming up. So, good. And your mom as well. My yeah, she's consistent. Okay. <laughs> you know, Dar, she's always exactly. She needs to come down and dance with you guys. I can't wait to get them down. I've been trying to get the. They came one time um, last year for. We are in a in a fair down here, and they came through. So, but they haven't. I they mean, haven't seen the real haven't... stuff. Yeah. Yeah, I like saw they haven't you seen... with the girls. The girls came. They came for New Year's. That was really cool. We had fun. Did they stay at the house? Yeah, they stayed at our house. Yeah. Okay, what's your girlfriend, future wife's name? Olivia. Olivia. Oh, that's right. I could see her. Olivia yeah, this Holiday. is her Zoom. Yeah, <laughs> I, 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 I know. I thought I changed it, but I I forgot to change it before. But She's whatever. got you using Max. Look at that. <laughs> yeah, well, they gave me the iPad for work because I was like, I'll never buy an iPad, but I'll take an iPad. <laughs> <laughs> like, I won't buy an iPhone, but if you gave me an iPhone for work, I'd use it. Well, I personally won't have an iPhone. That is why still, I couldn't. That's why I couldn't get you the goddamn link because I, I could, I like, yeah, I, I, all the things. It's fine. We got there. We got there. All right. So you and Olivia bought a house. You have a dog. You're the, and a, and the, a cat and a cat. The future is real. Future's real. Between you mm-hmm. and look at you. Yay. There's something. Adulting. There's there's things to build. Mm-hmm. It's been nice. great. It's been really, you know, like it's one of those like when you lock yourself in a house with someone, you really find out. Like, yeah, you do. If it's gonna work out, and like it's been really not a problem. Like it's been awesome. Like. You know, I think we're, you know, we're both New York City kids that, like, was just grown up around debauchery. And, like, I think we weren't really those people as much as, like... Deep down. Yeah, like, you have to be a certain way to to exist in a certain world, you know. And, you know, like, I do live a... I have lived a savage lifestyle to a large extent, but it's, like... That was never my end game, you know, yeah. like, you know, like I was just about free love. Like, you know, it wasn't like I was trying to be anything. I was just, a, you know, part of the environment I was in is you drank all the time. So I drank all the time. Part of the environment I was in was that everyone kind of floated around all and, the time. <laughs> and so I was just in that world of like, 
it's just it's just an interaction between people it's not like an everything and then you know like really it's also like you know i had people around but i didn't really have you know that like a deeper connection with anything you know uh-huh. and except for myself you know like i knew myself really well because i spent a lot of time with myself like driving around and doing everything i was doing but like getting to be a part of something that you have to worry about something else is like you know it's it's a, something i've had before like i've not not been in committed relationships but it was like i don't know just was working really well i don't know it's good okay can't complain like you know well and i mean from from meeting you at 27 i knew that that's when that that was something you wanted you know like timing wise for for you it needed to be when it is but i knew i knew that that you had a taste of it at one point and that you you know like you saw it in you i i knew i wasn't like if I'm not qualified for a job and I know I'm not qualified, I'm not one of those people that will say I'm qualified for the job. Right. So like I had, you had to been get in the qualified. relationship, <laughs> but there are things about myself that made relationships not work. Right. I didn't take certain things seriously. I didn't like look after myself well enough. I, you know, I, I, certain things that I needed to do for a relationship to actually work that I, I don't know if I wanted to do or if I was ready to do or I got bitter after certain right. things, you know, that I just kind of said not now and I kind of just lived in that world and then it was like I just met the person that was like, "Oh, not not now doesn't sound as appealing anymore, you know." <laughs> I don't know how else to explain it. But it's been good, you know. It's been fun. It's been great. Like, she's perfect timing. Yeah, I mean, it was funny. Like, before your whole dad, the whole everything changing up in New York, and like, like that whole thing went down, and then we kind of got to know each other sort of during that stage, and then early last year was like, okay, I feel like more that I can be that person who will actually can be there and not want to run off and not want to just do what he wants. You know, like I can not do what I want all the time, you know, for (laughs) the sake of like something else, you know? And in fact, I want to not do the things that I don't. Right. You know, (laughs) and it's like for however much free love can be a beautiful thing. It also comes with a lot of like, not free pain for people you know like people get hurt like (laughs) there's like you know people in scenarios where they feel things happen and it's like yeah you know there's two ways to either get rid of that either be like a monk or you know and i'm again i'm not like I was always just waiting for the right scenario and the right person, I think. And I just, now it just kind of makes sense. So. Yeah. It's been really nice. I don't know. Yeah. Good. It looks good. It looks yeah. good. I just energetically. It, it, yeah. it, you could tell. 
You can tell. We have a lot of similar intentions. She looks so much like world. your mom, it's ridiculous. Little, your young I mean, mom. <laughs> like when your mom. Lady. Like just that, just through here, I see it in her. In a good way. But, uh, in like a lovely, yeah, no, it's just, lovely they're good both way. pretty ladies. Yeah. But yeah, no, it's been it's been lovely, you know, can't complain. <laughs> and we got a beautiful house to move into and gonna How did you transition to Florida with her? So we we were both in New York. I was in Brooklyn, she was in Manhattan, and then I was gonna start my position at Adobe as creative director in August of last year. Yeah. But then in March of last year, the shutdown happened and we were sitting in f almost $6,000 worth of apartments and not being able between to Between the outside. two of you? Yeah, between us. And so we were like, well, I was gonna, we were planning on coming down here in August you know, she wanted a change of scenery for herself. She wanted to kind of get out of the New York food life, the New York catering life and kind of like start her own brand and kind of figure out her own business model. And it's hard to do in New York. Like you gotta be yeah, real sure gotta, of what you're doing or it's just yeah. gonna go. You know, so she wanted to do that. And then I was gonna start at Adobe and then in March, when everything happened, we just said, like, why don't we look early? And she was able to get out of her lease. And I unfortunately had my lease until August, but let, we just found a place here that was literally like almost a third of what we were paying. And we got a really nice house with a pool and all this I shit. Know. It's like fucking insane that we're paying half, less than half of what we were paying in New York. You know, and so we were able to save some money as well as the cost of living goes down. Right. You know, I was running a coffee place, so I had a line to coffee and different things. And, you know, beers here are $2, not $8. And, you know, if you, that, that was the thing was like, you know, when you could go into clubs and you could go into rooftop events and bars and museums and, Broadway and opera and all the things that New York has, it's great. The price is worth it. Take my money. <laughs> yeah. But the minute you can't do those things and you're sitting on a $2,500, $3,500 a month apartment and you can't go outside and you're sitting in 800 square feet going like, why am I paying so much for this space yeah. now? Yeah. And it was just like, neither of us could think of a plausible reason why it was worth it to stay. So we found a place on with our friend, a, a realtor walking around on FaceTime, like showing us places and like just Amazing. booked the first one that looked decent. And then, you know, then we were proactive in ourselves for finding our, our place we bought. We didn't want to work with anyone. We just wanted to like look through properties online and then go look at them. It's basically how we did it until we found one that we were like, yeah, this is definitely where we and then you got approved for a loan. That's amazing. Life's crazy. It's good. It's you know, good. Hey, and my friend. mortgage is is up to date. Wow. Up to date. Congratulations. No Thank you. 
no fear of anybody coming knocking on my door. I my DWP bill is zero. I like everything's square. Yeah, it was gonna take time. But... <laughs> I mean, I'm not paid off. I'm just not. Let's no, not be. Not let's not be unreasonable here. <laughs> exactly. Not yet. But did you see the garage? We are drywalling the garage. We're uh, we're making that into a recording and sort of design maker space there as well. Good. So, yeah, the property keeps giving for sure. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of good intentions coming out of that place, so it should. Yeah. Yeah. Yay. Well, good. Then <laughs> let's click. Yay, Polly. Yeah. <laughs> Very nice talking to you. You too. Really it's good. good to see you. I was looking yeah. for, where's Mona? What, what's going on? You guys are podcasting now? We, have, we are so have a podcast going. <laughs> It's so good. That's what we of said. Of course. Mon is the best. Oh, my God. And you're, you are mentioned in our first one. We shout out to you. Oh, good. <laughs> yeah, it's super cute. Um, yeah, we do it once a week. So far, we have 13 in the can. We were supposed to do it tonight, but we're doing it tomorrow. And, and then we're creating. I've got a website being built that I'm doing. And, and uh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I got to use this equipment. I like it. I like it a lot, actually. <laughs> it's fun. I mean, it, I've always enjoyed the podcasting process. It was always yeah. fun. Yeah. Well, and and the uh, the edit and the whole business of it, it really does sort of flow through me. So, um, and and like for sure, send me anybody that you're like get get on the zoom call with Maura. go tell your story. I like once a week I'm, I'm, I, uh, you know, I'm doing it. So, and in fact, I think yours will go out like Friday set. I, I gave myself the weekend cause I was like, I'm going to do it Friday at 11. And then I was like, I missed that. So now I'm going to say Friday. it's the weekend. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I give myself it's hard weekend. like setting times because like you don't realize how long it's hard with creative projects. It was like, how long is it going to take? I'm like, yeah, yeah. Well, and that's, a, and that's an I insane question be... for an artist. Right. You and know, party of like, one, no you know, trying to get it all up and going. Yeah, exactly. So I'm just like, but I am taking it seriously. Um and that, you know, that's a little different than how I have felt about some of the adventures that we've been on. I'm like, yeah, I think we're going to do it. But this one, I'm like, this and the curriculum, I think, are the two that, you know, that have served the most so far. Yeah. So, especially during COVID. So, um, so yeah. yeah I, mean, but I was really happy to see when, like, all the stuff was released online like for people to do at home, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Like that, well, and, and I have, we start March 1st, um, teaching at, at Zane Gray and Sony point online. Um, oh, okay. and I've created, uh, but it's design. We're doing a photography class and, um, and then also, uh, design. And, um, so, 
that they definitely I've been zooming with kids. I zoomed with kids last spring and also this fall. So, um, so some, you know, that what I had to do was convert it all. Hi. Hello there. <laughs> just woke her up. She was sleeping. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. Um, I converted it all to graphic design. So, because it's online. That's good. So. But we do everything on Google Slides. And um, so the, you know, the skill set is inside of just something as basic as Google Slides. But they still create cool stuff. And um, and we're doing a mural. The uh, I haven't been able to post the mural that we're doing at Stony Point. I know, you're like, it's taking forever. <laughs> I know. And, one. well, and I'm, we, technically, I'm not allowed to be there right now. And I'm not, like, I'm not approved through all of the um, insurance and different things. with. But Barb is like, just come paint. Just don't post. This wall is, we already did one that was 20 by by 12 this this one that I'm doing right now and I am fucking by myself and I had East by out there yesterday thank God but it's 75 foot by 12 feet 75 feet by 12 feet so you have to ladder the whole thing or you, you get a scaffold it's brush it's all brush we had $2,500 worth of Dunn Edwards paint delivered and donated and, um, and then we're doing um, Amy Smith is going to be doing the exterior the entire exterior of Zane Gray with me and so all of her like stencil art and the kids are going to do their power posing and um, and they're paying for that for, for us to do that um, and then I have another one another mural at Met Metropolitan like I don't want to be doing murals myself but <laughs> but for right now that's what's going on um but uh but the program that i the the process that i have created um i'll share with you because it's actually quite cool how it it really does create with the kids a good mural um as opposed to some hodgepodge or some kind of whatever and um and I'm happy to help you start any of that wherever you need, um, et cetera. So it can be online or it can be in person. Yeah, like LA Works was like that. Was really they kind of had it set up really nicely to get really clean work done. But no, what that. I mean is is or you using mean like coming up kids. with the stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'll show I'll show it I'll show it to you. And we're we're recreating the website the off the wall website to be um more current more cool and look at you baby um i will also need a picture of you too for this um but uh i don't know Isn't maybe i'll do a screen grab girl. can i screen grab you hang on let me do that boom sable don't move sable here, do it one more time. There we go. Yay! Oh, <laughs> uh, will she get bigger or is she? No, nope. uh, she's she half. Just... She's half Boston Terrier, half Pitbull. Oh my gosh! So she's, she's basically a min a mini Pitbull. 
So good. She's going to be 35 pounds her whole life. She's a mini pimple. My God, you got all the good in her. I got all the good. She loves FaceTime. <laughs> like Maya did. Uh, and tell me, what's the cat's name? Alfred, or Sir Alfred of Pickleshire, technically. Oh, of course. We call him Alfie. And nice. I don't know where Alfie is. He's he's probably asleep on mom's head, so. Uh, and she she just graduated? Is that what I saw? She went to Marymount for, uh, wait, yeah, for art. The college, not the high school. Uh-huh. There's Marymount College and Marymount High School. Yeah. She went to Marymount College for art. But she's a professional chef. She went to Cordon Bleu and... Oh, my gosh. Uh, the, what was it? Culinary Art Institute or whatever? Yeah, yeah, yeah. In New York? Uh, yeah. she went, And then she went to the Cordon Bleu in London. Oh, my gosh. So she, like... She's We legit. eat really well. <laughs> well, I cook all the time. So you know me. Like, I always cook, too. So right. it's really fun, like... You know, like, and you've lost I mean, weight on top of it all. Yeah, not well, not drinking has been a huge one, but I also got into intermittent fasting. Yeah. Um, well, you started my, that when we were driving. Yeah, I would do that. I started kind of getting interested in it. And then I did basically all of this last year. Like, you're at home all day, it's so easy to control it, you know. It's not, it, it was harder to control when I'd be on like 16 hour paint jobs because, right. like, yeah, you, nobody wants to be regimented with food and that. You're lucky to when have food, like, and when you uh, do, and you're just you burning so it. many calories that you're like just, just yeah. eat. So, so it's been good, you know, controlling that. The not drinking thing is for sure, especially because that also stops late night eating. Yeah. Because so many times I would go out drinking and then I'd have to get a sandwich or right. something just to make Are sure I didn't wake. More? No. Okay. Still only a couple so your brain's hours. still active. Yeah, I don't really like dream sleep. I like sleep think, you know. My brain doesn't ever really shut off, so. Right. Um, but, you know, I've been microdosing, which has been really good for depression. So. Yeah. A lot I of that, that, I, that would, I would turn, thing. I would turn to alcohol for now. I dial it back by... Yeah. When I see the dark clouds coming, I'll microdose for a few days. Never like, you know, like, I, I, it's fun to like really take a bunch, but it's not, I, I'm more like, even with smoking weed, like I don't smoke to get as high. Like I'd see like the guys that got so high, they couldn't do anything. And like, that was never my style of smoking. Right. You'd see like, yeah, they'd all be sitting around the table and I'd be like painting and like talking to them and like, we we're equally as stoned, but like that was never my yeah. Like I didn't want to be sedentary with any of it. So, but it's been good, you know. Just trying to be a little more conscious. I mean, I like after the whole dairy thing, I've always been conscious of the food I ate. Right. You know, so I've always kind of been watching my diet. I just was putting in a lot of extra calories that I didn't that I don't put in anymore. So right. So, like I eat more ice cream. Is, your body's like, thank you. Yeah, like wow. So it's not being hung over all the time is pretty cool too. You know? Yeah. It's a it's it's good to hear that it hasn't felt like a trade-off. You know, like a like like something that you weigh 
as good or bad. It's just there. But I and... never like, the, yeah, you know, for me, like I never considered, like, I, I'll say like it was very hard for me to stop smoking cigarettes. Way harder than it was ever for would have been for me to not drink. Because for me, like I never considered myself an alcoholic. I just like drinking. But I didn't wake up going, I need a beer any ever, really. Uh-huh. Like, I never had that, like, I need to have a drink. It was always just like, not really much else for me to do. I'm like working on this painting and like doing, I'm working. Right. So I always always hid that behind of like, I'm working too. You're right. Now it's just mainly caloric and also like the fact that it is a poison, you know, like. <laughs> It builds well, you up, don't feel you know, like, the impact until you stop it. Like, well, and you, you see your friends. Like, I have friends now that like they ain't looking so good after the twenty years I've known them, and they've been drinking the whole time. You know, yeah, like, and smoking, like smoking and smoking takes it and, out. and yeah. all this stuff. You know, so it was for me. It was like, you know, well, and I, also I, you had gotten to the point over the eight years that toward like when we before we were driving to you know the final drive if you will um i actually encountered you getting drunk and you never got drunk before yeah and i was like oh oh this is something's not good because yeah. you were getting drunk and yeah. you know and I was like, either it's either you're drinking that much more and it's, you know, or whatever, or, or there was something, <laughs> there's something <Yeah>. slipping <laughs> at a certain, at a, toward the end there that I was just, I, I actually was worried that you, if you kept at the pace that you were at, you would have probably been a lifelong drinker like there was just yeah. something that that felt like and that and there'd been drinkers in my family so like i always knew there would be there'd probably be a point where like you'd have I, mean, to I still have drinks now like you know i mean the thing is if you drink kava you're not supposed to drink the same within 24 hours because your body has to filter kava through your liver so drinking both is very taxing for your body. Mm. So if I drink kava, I have to then go, oh, well, I can't drink till tomorrow. So like if I drink a little kava every morning, I, I'm i like, oh, shit. Oh, well, I can't drink, <laughs> you know? So like not necessarily I'm using that it helps. to prevent myself from it, but it's like also one of those things where it's like I never thought of myself as dependent on alcohol. So I didn't need to, you know, like I don't know if the, the 12-step idea of like replacing your vice with something else is a great right. idea because now that thing is always tied to you not doing something or or your wellness is tied to you know i have plenty something. to do i have plenty to do to keep myself busy anyway drinking yeah. wasn't like stopping me from doing things that was the main thing was like i was doing all these festivals i was traveling around i was getting yeah, all this yeah, shit yeah. done I was in city council meetings. I was, you know, in front at painting at city hall and doing these things and still having tons of drinks. 
you know like it it never if i noticed i wasn't getting work done because i was drinking any at any of those points i would stop drinking like yeah. i would go i would have those months i wouldn't drink i would do right. a month a year basically where i wouldn't touch alcohol just because it kept me it brought that back down to like remembering that i don't have to function with it you know right but it was hard it's not easy yeah Yay. So good. She's and your parents don't have an animal, right? Good. No, they're building. You can't have anything over like 25 pounds. Okay. And they like, they're like lab dog people, you know, like. Yeah. Boss was, eight, boss was 90, 85, 90 pounds. And Daisy before him was like 75, 80 pounds. Like they, right. they're like big dogs. They don't, they love Sable. They think she's amazing. And they do tell me to leave her every time because like, she's <laughs> but, um, do you, when you go uh, home, how do you go? Do you fly or drive? Yeah, we fly. Okay. Does she go, does, uh, Olivia go with you every time? Mm-hmm. She goes nice. with me. Sable just sits on my lap. She's super chill. That's crazy. What do you she do with like, the cat? Just have someone feed her or him? Yeah, we have someone, we, we let someone like, People I work with and people around, like, we'll just pay someone to come through. We'll nice. offer them to be able to stay here, like, use the yeah. pool, come like, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, we always cook up, we'll cook them, like, a lasagna and some stuff. And, like, nice. He's, he honestly, as long as there's food and water, he's and, like, like someone fine. scratches his head once a day, like. <laughs> Is he indoor he really or outdoor? No, he's indoor. Um, we let him out. We, he comes out on the lanai, but the problem is he always catches lizards and then he wants to bring them inside to like play with them. Yeah. It's really, it's, it's not cute. Nature's, it's annoying. Nature is brutal. <laughs> yeah. Like, he'll like talk mouse with the, the murderous. Yeah. Like murder mouse with her sculptures and shit. <laughs> but, yeah. It's been, it. Florida has been a fun experience too. Just like, all the wildlife and like figuring out if the spider that's in my closet will kill me or not. Oh my god. Have you had any like, alligators or anything in the in the lake? Isn't there a, um, like a lake our outside? Our neighbor our neighbor said there's a there's a stream that runs around um there's a golf course that we're kind of off the back of. Uh-huh. There's a stream that runs through it and like and our neighbor said he's seen a gator a few times like over the last 10 years but not more than like two or three times. So it, it's kind of like a weird part of the stream where there's no like embankment. It's just okay. kind of like a ledge. Like on both it would sides. be the passing through. Yeah, it would probably just be swimming by. Like it wouldn't be a place where it would crawl out and sunbathe. Like certain parts. Like I mean, I've seen them on golf courses and stuff. Like you know, when I go play. Crazy. Um, yeah. But you know, like it's more like mosquitoes and bees and wasps and shit that you gotta look out for more okay. than and fire and fire ants that's the real motherfuckers they, they get you too the fire ants like wrong. you <laughs> if i remember correctly oh well, you i got big feet so i'm more likely to step on their <laughs> their anthills they have uh, more surface area for them to bite so they like to fuck me up 
I, I can but. see Florida being good for you, though. You love the sun. You love the heat. And it's East Coast, though. Like, the people, the majority of people here are from, like, New York, right. D.C., Connecticut, Philly. You know, like, they just come straight down. Like, you know, so it's... There it's are these sunshine little... and no one takes shit. Right. Like, you know, like... <laughs> A lot of things are open because fuck you don't tell me to close like i'll stay open if i want to stay open you know like you know if you're compromised and this is going to kill you if you get it don't go out stay home stay yeah. home but you you're know? you're also but if you're 18 staying home is actually going to be way worse for you than being outside and being active and being certain places yes don't go inside and be two inches away from people. Right. Still don't not necessarily, and, what you, and you don't know what's gonna happen if you get it, but statistically, the science and the science has shown that if you're under certain age and you don't have certain pre-existing conditions like a degenerative heart disease or lung cancer or asthma, if you don't have these things, you're less likely to really be affected. And, the majority of people I know that are my age that have gotten it three days later are have no symptoms, have their, you know, there's one person I know who got their, just got their smell back, but it was like two months later. Yeah. But as you know, but then again, I know people in New York that are no longer alive because of this. I kn- like, right. Right. So it's, it's one of those things where, but the mostly the people that I know that are no longer with us, were not healthy people. Or we're not, you know, necessarily in the best shape. Or, but you know. the flu would not have killed them. Correct. This is not the flu. Right. Right. Um, but but that's the the sort of you know, oh whatever's the behavior of oh whatever is as though it's the flu. <laughs> and I'm like, right. Ah. No, I mean, and that's the thing is like I'm well aware, and so that's why like when I go out, I wear a mask. I don't right. touch people if I have to cough or sneeze you know you do it in a certain way you know i i don't i'm not i don't live my life in fear of anything i you know me like i would go to events in the middle of the hood where most people there will probably want to kill me anyway so like i'm not gonna sit at home in fear of something yes i understand like when they were mandated rules to stay home i stayed home right and until the, the the science came out and I could really, you know, sort of know to the, the, the process that would work. Right. And, understand yeah. what's preventative. Understand that, you know, we get tested all the time. The CVS right by our house does the rapid test and the PCR test. So, you know, Good. the other day, like Liv felt tired. She was just tired. But it's worth just being safe you know like yeah but at the same time i haven't gone insane not leaving my house because right oh i've flown I'm in a I've way done, where yeah. i'm cautious i'm doing it in a way where I, you know if i go to see family everyone in the family gets tested quarantines as soon as they get tested they do all their shopping and everything beforehand and then right up until we all get together, no one has been in contact and then we all get together. That's so And good. then after that, go back to your life, you know, but every yeah. time we've had, we've controlled the situation as much as we possibly could. 
yeah to prevent anything from happening and thankfully for the most part we have i mean the the whole thing that happened with my aunt was not because of our family but my i don't know if you, my aunt janet passed away no um yeah oh, the yeah. one out here yeah the one, the one that you loved yeah. the kind of wacky one the hospital she was having uh pains in her her chest and back and the hospital when the mt emts came and said there wasn't room and so they left her at the house and then within the week she basically died of a massive heart, heart attack. attack yeah so like oh when she should gosh. have been getting treatment there she was, was no in room. riverside wasn't she she was all the way up no she was in bakersfield where was she Oh, no, no, no. That's Debbie. That's no, not the one that lives out there. This okay. is my aunt who Raymond, the painter, was her yes. husband. Yes. The artist. Okay. My, I didn't know her, but got it. My okay. dad's sister. Yeah. Oh, and but I'm like, sorry. Like, you no, know. no. Yeah. Debbie's okay. Debbie's okay. Okay. <laughs> um, Aww, but, you know, like, so like things like that, like we've had those things happen. So like people that down here are like, it's a hoax. I'm like, Fuck I'll you. list people that have died from it. Like, don't, like, I don't talk to me anymore, basically. But right. at the same time, some like, literally, there's things that are outside my house that could eat me right now. Like, <laughs> it's, and well, it's, and crazy to have the um, the coyotes and come and eat Luna and. The wildfires, and the man. Owl was, with the with ISIS. It, it, it was just the, these primal examples of our vulnerability, and and gone, you know, here and goneness of it all have been very, very poignant. These little twenty twenty messages of it all. Um, but yeah. Well, and we, Avery has asthma. And so, and we've had kids around here. I told them finally, I was like, every time you go out, it's like you come back with a loaded gun and I need you to be more cautious. And, you know, and we've had to have real talks with the people who are around us. Like, like, you know, they're like, I was six feet, you know, six feet away. And I was like, with the mask? No, just six feet away. And I'm like... Well, it's like we have people, you know, like we have certain people in the community that we I call long huggers. Uh huh. Because like they'll see other people and they're like, like Lori. Oh, it's so <laughs> good to see you. Oh, it's so well, Lori's just trying to rub her boobs on me. That's, That's okay. true. True. But the long hug, yeah, like I need to feel it. And all I'm seeing is like cesspools. Can you back away from each other a little bit right now? Totally. Like, and and again, like. Some people argue that person's not going to get sick because they have positive energy and they right. You know, and that might be true. Not, that might be true, but we do, we are not we, scientists, right? We don't you know? Like the, the science thing I'm, says I'm no. looking at is like ninety nine point. You know, like the the problem is is that it's got a low kill rate but a high infection rate. Right. So statistically, it doesn't percentage-wise is not killing a lot of people except for that that percentage is a very high number right now and it's going down a lot you know like the more people get it 
vaccinated, the more will those numbers will continue to drop. You know, the main thing is like, I know that, oh, (laughs) go back to sleep. She's like, you took me out of bed for that. (laughs) She just look immediately like laid back down. Oh my gosh. She's ridiculous. (laughs) Dad. But, um, you know, I know, and it, you know, I always keep in my mind, like things are going to never be the same. Yeah. Because everyone now is aware of everything around them in a way that I think they should have been before. I think we got a little too comfortable in being kind of gross, you know, like. That's a great way to put it. You know. I saw someone say there's been less flu. Can we all please wear a mask during the winter? (laughs) You know. Yeah. Like after this. Well, it's like, how can we wear masks everywhere we go? And then it's like, look at any video from Japan for the last 25 years. Right. Right. That's how they interact outside. Right. They understood this a long time ago that being this close to someone is not safe all the time. You know, it's so easy to spread things like just a little preventative measure goes a really long way. Yeah. You know, if you cut the infection rate by 50% just by doing one little thing. It's I had a, I was at a restaurant the other, I almost killed this lady. She had her mask like this, right? And she'd walk around the restaurant and then she'd come up to the table and go, so what can I get you guys? Are you And then put it, and put it, and pull it, pull it out. So she yeah. could, she, I, I, I can't talk with these things. I'm like, that's the only time you're supposed to talk. Walk around with it down. Talk oh like this. God. Don't take it off at our table to be like, hey, so <laughs> right here. Let me I'm to like, infect you, you just you just ruined the whole effect of that mask. Oh First of all, God. you're not supposed to touch it all the time because your fingers are now on the outside. So if you if you <sighs> blow out, you're now gonna potentially acerbate out the the bacteria, but like put it keep it over your face while you're talking, you know? It's just like some people like they think they're and I don't even know if she realized that she was doing it. Right. Right. Some like, people don't know how like they were releasing videos like this is how you wash your hands. I know, but I'm I going, loved like, Are that. people really this stupid? And then you're like someone's like, kidding? I didn't you know, and then I was and at a different so I'd be like, I didn't realize I wasn't I didn't my know. Hands right. And now I do. I didn't even know the benefit of soap. Like I didn't know what soap actually did. I didn't know that soap just lifts germs and takes it away. I'm like, I'm so happy to know that now. <laughs> yeah, you know. Turns so out doctors like, knew what they were doing. <laughs> yeah, like, you know. People are like, yeah, well, where do you get your information? I'm like, the Center for Disease Control. <laughs> not some guy's blog. Not it's this corrupt. Twitter. You don't, don't that- trust... You know that that uh, those. Bill Gates, you know, funds the World Health Organization. He's gonna kill us all and put implants. Yeah, because he's a, a billionaire that actually gives back. Yeah. Meanwhile, exactly. Bezos doesn't give a dime to fucking anyone. Nah. Makes it impossible to use Smile Amazon. Damn it. <laughs> that's why, that's <laughs> well, he why he's stepped so rich. down. They got his optics oh, off yeah. that shit. Only I'm sure because it's optics. Not for any other reason. No, it's because they they need to. That robot was 
and it's it's like first gen. Bezos yeah. is like the first gen robot <laughs> of Amazon, and now they're like gonna implement the next gen. The it's next like Elon power. Musk, like he's like the eighth version of Elon Musk. Like, right? He keeps changing. He keeps sounds different. He looks different. Like, <laughs> he's clearly AI at this point. Like. It's, we have He's to just actually admit. on Mars now. When they were like, are you going to get the vaccination? He's like, I don't need it. You know, I don't like, need that's basically it. what he said. He's like, you know, he, you should watch what he said about the whole LA vaccine, like the whole LA shutdown scene. Like, it's interesting, but I need it's to, very I need to see alien it. and it's very like Tesla's been open this whole time. We haven't lost any, like, no one's gotten sick. We haven't had any problems. Like, oh, that's, so, I you know and it's like and if we have ever had an issue we dealt with the issue like people came to work knowing that there was a risk and they didn't get sick and because we tested and because we were safe and we had our employees keep themselves safe and just the way he's talking i'm like this is a robot but i like it <laughs> i like it it's just you know, you know someone get him wet see what happens but, <laughs> but you know like for whatever it is like whatever i you know real people have died like half a million right. people right. like that's not a they're not making that up like right so it's like we you know it's how you can be safe and exist and still exist you know like for me yeah. i'll i'll die for my freedom to be what i want to be when i want to be it so like this doesn't scare me because like i know something's gonna kill me one day so like, <laughs> well, I'm very clear. And I lived in a year, like you witnessed, like a year where I genuinely was under the impression I was gonna die. Right. And like lived so hard, like not giving a fuck that it just led left me with like my whole career, you know. <laughs> so like sometimes that's a it could be a really motivating factor, you know. Like for me, it's I understood that this was a change and you know, the world was going to be different, but like it needed to be different. Oh, totally. A lot of the world that needs to be different. So. Um, I'm seeing that my uh, battery is at 10% and um, I, uh, yeah, and I'm coming up on my uh, official, I have to go to the doctor to make it official, but my five year of, you know, that, that, stop gap and um i'm just very clear that i don't want to i don't i don't have any interest in knowing what my body would do with this like you know like would it accelerate it would it not like i very much don't want to see <laughs> like i don't know i don't either <laughs> like trust like yeah you know like i'm not trying like that's the whole thing is I'm not actively be. I'm being I'm being cautious, but I'm being cautious for when you want to be outside. You know, right? Like, right. I'm not just running around. I'm not log hugging people, and you know, <laughs> like I, I, you know, I'm thankfully above people for the most part. Right. Yeah. So like my awkwardness <laughs> is actually paying off at this stage. Like where everyone's like, breathing <laughs> in each other's faces, and I'm like over the top of their heads so right that's been all right but it's you know it's just one of those i get active in in tough times i don't yeah 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 
Right. Like when all the chips fall, I'm like, bring it. Uh, I'll catch it. Bring him. it on. Like, I got whatever. it. Whatever. I got it. Figure it out. Like I have a broom. I'll just pick them up. Um. Okay. I have to do something so that we don't lose this whole Zoom. Um, okay. I don't think. Well, maybe I wouldn't. But I don't want to risk would. it. it yeah, okay. All right. We'll I love you. <laughs> Good to see you. Talk to you. I'll, I'll, we'll do another one. I'll, and I want to be on with Mona too. Oh, my God. We'll do it. This will be part right. one. Okay. Okay. All right. All bye, right. Polly. Later. <laughs> hey, guys. I'm so glad you listened to Immersed in Art. We really want you to know how valuable your stories are and would love to hear them. So please let us know. Hit us up on any of the socials or uh, you can email us at graffiti at gmail and just let us know and we'll get you on the phone or in person when we can and grab your stories. Um, anything from stories from the streets, stories from school, if you're a mentor or a master, tell us how you do it or a this or that story what happens when you make art and what happens when you're told that you can't uh i want to let you guys know that we got a wonderful grant and so we're kind of sponsored for 2021 by the water buffalo kids a wonderful organization in los angeles who helps nonprofits like us who help underserved communities and young people in all facets. And they also helped us get a grant from City National Bank. Shout out to City National. So we officially have two sponsors for this podcast, and we are very grateful for that. Your stories are important, and we want to share them with the world. Take charge this year, and yeah, let's make some art. Change some lives.